I hope you've been enjoying these Q&As. There can be a lot of information to learn within the educational episodes, but sometimes you can pick up on something you didn't quite catch in a Q&A, or there can be a question that maybe you had that you didn't ask that I can answer. Whenever you have a question about an episode that you hear from me, just hop on over to leahjacobson.com slash podcast and submit your question there and I just might answer it in an upcoming episode. This Q&A is all about the topic of estimated shelf life. If you've been following along, you know that there is a printable version. Of course, there's a book version, leahjacobson.com slash book, but there's also a course version, module one, the introduction to essential oils, which is entirely free at leahjacobson.com slash course. I mention this because there are quite a few downloads that it's impossible for me to properly relay here on this podcast. One of them is the Shelf Life of Essential Oils list that contains 240 plus essential oils along with their estimated shelf life. You can print that off by going to that module and looking at Lesson 5, Estimated Shelf Life. I've also included a shelf life watch list that you can download and print where you can list your essential oils when you purchase them, the shelf life estimation, and then the expiration date that you can calculate based on when you purchase them. Now let's get now let's get to your questions and comments. Suzanne says, thank you for the downloads. I just got several bottles of oil, so I will be making use of both of these downloads to make sure that I use the essential oils up before they expire. Dan says, this is a nice list. And then Dominga had a question. Is shelf life based off of it being on the shelf, cool, dark place, or in the refrigerator? So to clarify, shelf life simply refers to how long it lasts until it starts to oxidize. So thank you so much, Dominga, for that question. I apologize for not clarifying that sooner. Stephanie says, thank you for the shelf life of essential oils and the shelf life watch list. You are welcome, Stephanie. Melissa says, these downloads are amazing. Thank you for this beautiful list that will be easy to reference anytime necessary. Heather says, I love the Latin names being used. Yes, very important to make sure that the Latin name, the botanical name, lines up and matches with the essential oil that you are referencing. For example, tansy and blue tansy are not the same essential oils, and this is reflected clearly in the botanical name. Jessica's question is, is the shelf life referring to after it has been opened? So the short answer is, yeah, you can start counting once you have opened your essential oil. However, the more information you have about your essential oil, the better, because it might have sat on the shelf for a while before you purchased it, whether it's online or in-store, and how long your company had it before selling it, and how long the essential oil sat before being shipped to the company. There are a lot of little steps from harvesting to your essential oil company, purchasing from their distiller, and on and on down the line until you receive it. So you can start counting once you've opened the bottle. It's probably best to start counting once you receive the bottle. If you are prone to leaving them a bit before opening, For example, if you are purchasing an essential oil and you leave it without opening it for a year and say you've purchased it on the tail end of a sale, then by the time you open it, 
it technically could be expired. And just as a tip, if you are seeing an essential oil company putting their essential oils on sale, they're most likely putting essential oils on sale that expire soon. I've seen this happen with a brand that even I enjoy purchasing from and they have a sale. And if you actually look at the information they provide along with the essential oil you are purchasing and it gives you the shelf life and the expiration date, a lot of times it expires within six months. Not all companies provide all of this information, but if you do check the dates, you can see for yourself that sometimes this happens. So if you are purchasing an essential oil on sale and it just happens to expire within a year and you don't open it up for a few months and then you start to use it, it might go bad before you are able to complete the full bottle. So something to keep in mind. So while the majority of you had no idea that essential oils had a shelf life, there's a comment from Rebecca who says that she didn't know they lasted this long. She says, I know the caps tend to turn orangish, so I thought I should hurry and use them. I'm curious to know, Rebecca, if you are listening, which essential oils are turning orangish? Because unless they are an essential oil that already has an orange-colored base, that shouldn't happen. A cold-pressed sweet orange, for example, yes, I can see how that will eventually tint a white cap with orange, but in general, this should not be happening. There's another question from Jill this time asking if you can use essential oils for cleaning purposes after they expire, and the answer is yes, you can. That's what I do. Jennifer's question, is there a way to tell if they've expired other than keeping track? I'm not sure when some of my essential oils were purchased and opened. Yep, absolutely. The answer to that is in the how to tell if they've gone bad episode. And just as a little spoiler, you can tell by the aroma and from topical irritation. Marie says, I have been concerned about the expiration of my oils. I haven't been using them as much because of my young grandchildren coming in and out of my home. First of all, I want to say thank you, Marie, for considering your young grandchildren that are in your home. And this is a message really for anyone that is using essential oils around children. Unless you know the safety, avoid using them around your children. In fact, if you don't know the safety of the essential oils you are using, I would invest in some education before using them even on yourself. Essential oils are amazing tools. I love having them in my life, but they are not all created equally as far as safety goes. Some of them are safe for pregnancy, some are not, some are safe with children, some are not, some are safe with dogs, some are not. Some have a topical max, which if you don't know what that is, you could have phototoxic reactions, which look like burning on the skin. You could have skin irritant reactions from not diluting essential oils like cinnamon and clove. And there's just some things to learn about interactions and contraindications in general. And there are, for some essential oils, contraindications and interactions that you need to be aware of, whether using topically, simply inhaling, or ingesting, or if you are on medications. Gay has a question. If a bottle is not labeled with a scientific name, is there any way to determine which exact oil it is? For example, three types of spearmint. I would contact the company if the information is not on the bottle. If you are looking it up on their website too and you can't find information and hopefully they can let you know. There are a lot of essential oil companies out there. A lot of them have jumped on the essential oil craze, on the bandwagon of everyone wanting to use essential oils. And so there are a lot of companies out there that are simply in it as a business, and they really don't know what they're doing other than essential oils are popular. So they may have no awareness at all about the importance of botanical names, about the importance of safety information, 
So I would stick to companies that provide you with the safety information at minimum, providing you with botanical name. And I will dive deeper into brands and choosing an essential oil company to purchase from in our next batch of podcast episodes. Leela left a comment that she usually puts a date on her bottle when she opens them. Great idea. Rachel asked, does the shelf life start when the bottle is opened or when it is bottled? Definitely when it is bottled, but honestly, if you can find the distillation date, that is going to be the most accurate, although it's also the most difficult information to find. Many companies don't bother to ask the distiller when it was distilled because they don't understand the importance of knowing that information. So go with the information that you can get. Mick says, this is great information. I wonder now if I might not have been contributing to the exacerbation of some issues by using expired oils. I am learning something new on every episode so far. And that's it. This is the end of the Q&A for Estimated Shelf Life. If you have a question of your own, you can hop on over to leahjacobson.com slash podcast, and I just may answer you on an upcoming episode. This is Leah Jacobson, empowering you to use essential oils safely. I hope you learned something new today. Tell a friend about our podcast so they can learn too. All episodes are available at leahjacobson.com slash podcast.